This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Thursday, July 28th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? That's, that's an intriguing question, Dylan. Yeah, I, we just talked a bit before hitting record, but we have a new installment in Matt's home repair adventures. All right. We should probably just get this out of the way, yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt becoming the handyman around his condo. Hardly. If, if anything. Out of necessity. Accurate. Um, so I, I was I was washing my hands, you know, in, in the, the bathroom. <laughs> sure. <laughs> out of sink. No, not, not, not a hose outside, like an actual yes. bath in, in the one in my unit. And. I had the the handle for the cold water break off in my hand. Yeah, which is always a good thing when the handle to anything breaks off in your hand. I yes. feel like it's just a good feeling. So, and it broke off while it was still on, so water was like literally like, you know, spring, I'll say about a foot. Uh-huh. Enough. And and enough to enough to get enough to like for panic to set in. Right. So, I leapt into action. I I I turned off the water to the to the bathroom, well, to the unit, I should say. We, we've got one, like, master valve. It's just, you know, you just turn it. And I'd, I had to wake the wife up, which is... Also not helpful. Like, the worst feeling in the world. Like, <laughs> sure. there's this disaster in the house that I caused, and I have to annoy you with it. Yes, and good news, it's flooding. Good oh, news, no. it's water everywhere. No, no, it wasn't flooding. No, I turned, again, I, I turned the valve off, so it sure. wasn't flooding. But that's the panic. But you you can't use the bathroom until I figure this out. Yeah. Which, if you say that to any human being, they will instantly have to use the bathroom. Right. Not a not a good thing. But so, um. So yeah. So first, I'm like, all right, this is this is, this is I'll, I'll you know the the thing it's like plastic, so I thought I could super glue it. Yeah. Probably Turns not. It, it it worked better than you would have thought, but it didn't work. Sure. <laughs> That's that's fun. My my next thought is was to go to Walmart because it's twenty four hours and they sell everything. They've got to have like a replacement, you know, bathroom sink handle. Of course, mm-hmm. no, they didn't have it. No, but not I, for I that. Did meet a really enthusiastic stone guy looking for an air conditioner in the middle of the night in yes. Chicago, in yes. the middle of a week. That's good. That's an adventure for you. Then. You no, know, he struck up a conversation with me. like I, I made the mistake of wearing a, a skateboard branded hat. Mm-hmm. Because as as a youth, I used to skateboard. Now that I'm very old, I kind of have you know nostalgia for it. Sure. So he asked me if I skated. I'm like, well, yeah. When I was you know half my age. Yes, forever ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Ago. Yeah. He's like, oh, so you don't really skate now? I'm like, not really. Oh, you know, so you're a poser. <laughs> Which is a good opener to a conversation. Like, All right. Uh, what do you mean tonight at Walmart in Chicago? So then he like explained in like excruciating detail the, the tricks that he could do, which you didn't ask. I'm sure you didn't. No, you didn't inquire. I, I, I honestly like when when I skated, like not falling was considered like a trick. Sure. So traveling, staying on your board. That your I was. I, I actually I had decent balance. I was okay with that. But if I tried to like do anything other than that at like any rate of speed, it was that's that's when yeah. The, that's, That's funny. I was a younger person. That's funny. Well, we, we had not had an update in a while on you trying to keep your uh, condo in a good state anyway, of repair. Just, just let me, there's like one last aspect. I, I don't want to leave 
the story unfinished. Okay, sure. Um, so I couldn't there's find more. what I was looking for at Walmart. Came back to the place. I'm like, wait a second. There's there's a valve for the for, for the, specifically for the sink. Mm-hmm. I'll turn that off, and then we can use water in other places of the of the house. Yes, a little so, less disastrous than all the water being out. Correct. So I was able to figure out how to do that. Uh, the water to the sink is off as of this moment. I'm hoping it stays off. Like you know, I don't wake up to like a flooded bathroom because yeah, this would be pretty fine. Fun and then thing. you have to call a plumber maybe, or do more yeah. research. That would get me to call if if I woke up and the place was flooded. That would get me to call a plumber. Yes. Yeah, that's probably a good occasion too. That's that's when that's, they earn their money. That's a, about like it. Is, yeah. that, it, it. Like the place actually has to be flooded for me to call a plumber because I I'm. They're not cheap. I, 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 no, they're like ridiculously expensive. Yeah, they earn their money because your place is flooded and you need them. I guess. Like, yeah, I guess. You, yeah, you'd rather have like them help you than have a flooded place, I suppose. But that's true. That's true. Matt, the only thing I wrote down from Wednesday's games that I felt like must talk about. What about the magical Anthony Ronaldo? Did you watch this? Can you, I did watch it. Can you call it magical when you lose eight one? Um, the game was a lot closer than that, and he pitched a lot better than that. I mean, obviously, he got away from them, but for a while, he had a had a no-hitter going for a while. He hit a home run. I mean, you had really low expectations for Anthony Ronaldo, and he clearly blew them out of the water. I, I don't know that I... That the White Sox were going to lose 8-1 to one for an Anthony Ronaldo start, I would have said that was about right. Sure. So. That is how it ended up, but it was closer than that for a while. That's all. Uh, I just thought... His outing was respectable, I would say. I, I, I guess they, they, they forgot to hang the cut-up Chris Sale jersey in the dugout for this one. Yeah. He got a quality start. If I if you told you he was going to get a quality start, you'd be pretty happy with that. And provide 100% of the offense uh, against the Cubs. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else, Matt, before we get into these uh, Thursday games? No, I, I think we can get right into um, I We did get an interesting uh, observation on Twitter today. Yes, yes, we did. You want to you share about that? Yeah. I, w- w- one of, you know, friends of the podcast, C.P. Jackson 79, he brought up the, the, the idea of DFS curses. Sure. His DFS curse was, oh, may all your, uh, may all your batters reach on, on, ba- reach base on errors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that is, that is a thing that you will not get points for. No. Yeah, so, theoretically they were going to make outs anyway, but you know, and you can still get runs out of it. But yeah, not the the, the common one I have, or at least I, I don't I, again, I don't believe in curses, but the common sure. the common DFS curse, if there was a thing that happens to me, is uh, team will score eight runs and my guy will go zero for five. Yeah, and you look at it, and you, you get excited by the box score tease. Oh yeah, you it, and you go, oh cool, and then you look and you're like, oh, how? Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah. Hard to do to pick the one guy in the stack that didn't produce. Yes, that's yeah. Well, we are going to look at games for Thursday, the twenty eighth. Um, mostly just it's a smaller slate. Um, but first, want to talk about our friends over at SeatGeek.com who sponsor the show and help us get things running. Uh, not only this show, but all the podcasts at, at Fangrass. Um, SeatGeek.com is a place you can go to get tickets, not only to baseball games, of course, and other sporting events, but all kinds of concerts and shows and anything you would buy tickets for. You can buy or sell your tickets over there. And uh, it's worth checking out. They sponsor us, and it's a really nice site where the best part about it, in my opinion, is that it shows you the final price right up front, 
so you don't go to checkout and then have to pay this or that to print out your own ticket or pay the convenience charge to have it scanned on your phone. Like, no, that makes sense. They don't do that. You just see the price right up front, what it's going to be. And then they also have a bunch of metrics that keep track of what good prices are because it, you know, can tell, you know, where tickets get sold and for how much. And it'll give you a grade right there. And it'll be like, oh, this is a good price for this ticket. Or like, oh, this isn't a great price. And, of course, you're seeing that that final price right there. So... Uh, really cool to browse around and just check and see what kind of stuff you got uh, that's available. Go to SeatGeek.com and take a look and might be surprised about something you may want to check out. And the best news is that they, as a sponsorship for us, give us a promo code for Field of Streams. The promo code is STREAMS, S-T-R-E-A-M-S. And if you use that as a first-time user, they'll give you 20 bucks off whatever ticket you buy. They're just going to give you 20 bucks to go see whatever team you're seeing or whatever show you're doing. Uh, yeah, put that in the promo code. It, it helps them out, helps us out, and obviously 20 bucks for you helps you out. So thanks to SeatGeek for uh, sponsoring us, and, and definitely go check it out. And tweet at us if you use them. Um, that said, Thursday the 28th, Matt, there's two day games. We're going to ignore those. I don't think right. most people are playing the day slate of two games. We're looking at these seven games in the evening. Uh, it's a smaller slate, and there's some decent pitching going on, but I think we had some options at each spot. So, Matt, starting at catcher, what were you thinking for Thursday? Starting at catcher? Uh, I wrote down Twins catcher versus Ubaldo Jimenez. Okay. Just anybody with a pulse against Ubaldo Jimenez? I would, I would prefer one Centino, but if it's Kurt Suzuki, I still like it. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. Is, is there much to it other than Ubaldo is simply one of the worst starting pitchers holding on to a job. Can you guess Ubaldo's OPS against lefties this season? Is it 970? You're, you're not, you're closer than you, than you thought you would be, I guarantee. It used to be like over a thousand or something. It's I know it's insane. Exactly a thousand. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, and they keep trotting him out there. Not only do they keep trotting him out there, they're like strong in a playoff race. Yes, which makes zero sense to me. The Orioles have a horrible rotation, and they've had bad rotations and made the playoffs quite a bit in the last, you know, half a decade, but, oh my goodness, it's real bad right now. So, I, yeah, anyway, pick on Ubaldo Jimenez all day, right? So, technically, if a lefty steps into the batter's box, that's already a single. You're, you're averaging a base. I'm not sure OPS quite works that way. Yeah, um, no, it makes, you know, that, that wouldn't make any sense. No, it wouldn't. No. It doesn't quite work like slugging percentage, uh, uh, but it's it's bad. Yeah. It's it's a it's a, it's bad. He he's doing poorly. Uh, yeah. So um, any left-handers, most batters, but any left-handers against Ubaldo all day. So yeah, I'm fine with one Centeno there. Uh, who else do you like behind the plate? Uh, Cameron Rupp versus Matt Whistler. Sure. Uh, it's righty on righty, but Matt Whistler's been so bad it shouldn't matter, right? Correct. Yeah. No. I and. Also, I think Cam Rupp has just done really, really well against righties this season. Yeah, he he's been better than we thought he would be for sure. So, uh, yeah, I like that. And and Matt Whistler's in one of his funks, so I think you can pick on him there. I for about a month. Yeah. Yeah. So go nuts. Yeah, really. Who else do you like, Abe Kenter? Uh, and last, Ayrton J.T. Riomuto versus Michael Waka. I wrote that Michael Waka continues to be very average. Not not bad, but somebody you can pick against for sure. And historically, uh, historically, he's done much worse against righties than he has lefties for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It's just kind of who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not like a huge separation this season. It's a 780 OPS against righties, uh, 7 out of 11 homers, and 23 out of 39 walks against righties. So. Yeah, so 
He has a 4-3-7 ERA. He's been okay, but mostly we just we trust Real Muto, and he should be just fine there, for sure. I like those. Um, I wrote Salvador Perez getting Cole Hamels. He's preferred righties this year, but he can still hit lefties a bit. And the thing with Cole Hamels is you're just trying to get a homer out of him because he gives those up. He's a, certainly a quality pitcher, but if you're you're homer hunting, trying to get something there, um, I would consider that. Not my favorite, but definitely in play. What about uh, our boy Sandy Leone getting Jared Weaver? You okay sending him to Anaheim? I guess, yeah. If he stinks in there, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess he would have to... He, he would be the option against, against Rays, wouldn't he? Yeah. It's not a promise he'll make the lineup, but if he does, uh, I'm fine with Sandy Leon. Jared Weaver is so bad, that's fine. Um, last two names I wrote, I don't love, but uh, I'm just looking for more catchers. Um, Wilson Ramos gets Johnny Cueto. Wilson Ramos has been great. Johnny Cueto's probably been better. That's tough. And on the flip side, Buster Posey. If you want to pay for him against Tanner Roark, you can. Um... They're both fine plays, but but you're paying quite a bit for not good matchups. So I don't think you're crazy if you take Ramos or Posey, but I think not you're crazy really. Take Ramos or Posey. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna shock me if they have good days. They're some of the best catchers, you know. But I would rather take. I'd rather punt. I'd rather go Juan Centeno or Sandy Leone, you know, or I guess J T. Realmuto is not quite a punt, but cheaper guy for sure, a catcher on this day. So is Realmuto your favorite pick? You think? Or is it just Twins catcher? It's just whoever gets Ubaldo. I kind of like whoever gets Ubaldo. Yeah, it's hard not to. Um, how about first base? Who are you looking at at first base? It's right, uh, first base, uh, Joe Maurer gets Ubaldo, lefty and right. Yeah. Second day in a row, I really like Joe Maurer. He indeed yeah, got really? a couple hits. Yeah, he got a couple hits on Wednesday, so should uh, be just fine. Uh, Chris Davis and Pedro Alvarez versus Kyle Gibson. I wrote them. I'm going to want to talk about Kyle Gibson a little bit later, but I, I think it's totally fine and in play to try and go against him. Uh, next up, uh, Kendrys Morales versus Cole Hamels. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Uh, Kendrys has hit lefties pretty well, so yes. I'm, I'm into that. Uh, David Ortiz versus Jared Weaver. Why not? All day. Go nuts. All day, yeah. And Freddie Freeman versus Aaron Nola. Yeah, Freddie Freeman had himself a game on uh, on Wednesday. Go, Freddie, go. Yeah. He, uh, this Aaron Nola Matt Wisler matchup is interesting because a couple months ago I'm like, oh, those are pretty two two pretty good pitchers and offenses that can't hit, you know, and it's it's a fine matchup for both of them, but they've both been so bad. Even Aaron Nola's been bad. We took him in the contest the other day because he was barely under the line and seemed like the best pitcher, and he disappointed us then too. So yeah, I think Freddie Freeman would be fine there. Um, I like that. I wrote all the names you had. I have one extra to add. Uh, right. Joey Gallo has joined the Rangers. He might be an outfielder for you. Might be a third baseman. Uh, been playing first base. We're going to bring him up now. He gets your down to Ventura. Joey Gallo is even more the like extreme player of the strikeout or homer guy. Even more so than Chris Davis. Even more so than Adam Dunn. Any of those guys. This guy is could easily uh, give you the golden sombrero. <laughs> Um, but could certainly run into one. That's crazy power. So I, I would think about Joey Gallo against Jordano, would you? I would be okay with it. Yeah. There's just, again, there's there's a low floor. Could easily be 0 for 4, but uh, not going to shock me if he runs into one. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite at first base? Is it David Ortiz getting Jared Weaver? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's my favorite easily. How about second base? Where are you looking? I have Jonathan Scope versus Kyle Gibson. Yep. Yep, he can give up homers, so I think that's fine. Uh, Dustin Pedroia versus Jared Weaver. I like that a lot. And Rugnan Odor versus Giordano. I have that too. I had those names. I like that. Um, 
I'm fine with those. What about your boy Jace Peterson getting Aaron Nola? If, if you really want to put sec, pun second base, you could, you could try that. Okay. Okay. You like Jace Peterson more than I do. And it, it, I suppose. It's, it's Nola and it's the, the, Phillies, uh, the Phillies bullpen. Um, the only other name I had, would you think about Derek Dietrich getting Michael Walker? Or are you kind of worried about the backward split? Uh, backward split, no, I, I would not. It's, it's not a day for Derek Dietrich. All right, pass in there. Is your favorite second baseman Dustin Pedroia then? Getting Jared Weaver probably. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Red Sox stack is going to be popular. All right, third third base I only had three names. How'd you I do? Had two, and I guarantee I have one you didn't. Okay. Uh, would you consider Chris Bryant getting the return of Chris Sale? No. Or do you just can't pick against Chris Sale ever? I, I can't pick against. Oh, assuming he starts. Chris Bryant has an OPS against lefties over a 1,000. So okay. I like him against lefties. It's a dark horse. It's a fade. It's not going to be popular. It's not going to shock me if he hits one, but I'm, I'm not banking on it. But I wanted to write it down because he has been that good against lefties. And God forbid he gets in that bad against the White Sox bullpen. Um, how about your boy Unel getting David Price? A little less imposing than Chris Sale. It's intriguing, but I, I would probably pass. Okay. The obvious one is probably Travis Shaw and Jared Weaver. It is very obvious. Yeah, that's safe. We feel good about that. There's no reason not to do that. Um, who else do you have at third base? I had Chester Cuthbert getting Cole Hamels. Okay, and you're just looking for him to beat up lefties and maybe run into one? Ready on lefty, he's he's got a bit of pop. He's not going to you know, you know, lead the league you know, you know, lead the league in homers anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's ready on lefty. You know, Hamels has been kind of susceptible to to, to right handers. He's probably going to sneak in there. So yep, yep. I, I think that's totally fine for sure. And then how about shortstop, Matt? What are you thinking at shortstop? Okay, shortstop. Uh, Eduardo Escobar versus Ubaldo. Okay, sure. He's left hand. He's he's switch hitter, I believe, right? Or is he left hand? Yeah. If he if he can get in there, yeah, absolutely. He'll be. We're, not usually that excited about him. He's fine, but against Ubaldo, absolutely. I think that's totally good. Uh, Xander Bogarts versus Jared Weaver. Yep, righty on righty, but I'm fine with it. And Raul Mondesi Jr. versus Cole Hamels. Okay, he had his first major league hit on Wednesday. What do you like about Raul? Uh, what I like about him is that he's right-handed. Yeah, and, and I, I take that back. He's a switch hitter, so he's probably gonna you know turn around from the right side against uh, Cole <laughs> Hamels. Yeah. And that's it. Just trying to use a righty against Cole Hamels. I'm fine with it. I mean, he's not going to be very popular because he's no, pretty I, new. That's it, pretty much my thought, my thought process. He's a, he's a righty who is probably going to sneak in there against Cole Hamels. Mm-hmm. Cole does very well against righties. I I don't see why, why he couldn't get a multi-hit game out of roll, roll on his Nope. Not with that speed. He'll be fine. I didn't know where to write this guy, but Jerickson Profar is played all over the diamond. He's been everywhere. It'll, you know, there, there'll be some places you can put him. It'll depend on your format. But would you consider him getting your down to Ventura? I would, absolutely. I think I, I'm annoyed that I didn't think of that pick. Yeah. Uh, again, when you try and figure out what his position is, it's kind of a mess. They're playing him everywhere. But he's getting in. So if he gets uh, your Dano, I'm into that. Um, the only other name I had at shortstop you didn't is Brandon Crawford getting Tanner Roark. Uh, and I'm not that eager to go pick against Tanner Roark, but I trust Brandon Crawford enough for him to at least be an option at shortstop. For sure. So, um, is our favorite pick at shortstop might be is Eduardo Escobar the lowest hanging fruit in terms of picking against uh, Ubaldo? I'd say Xander Bogarts. Yeah, it's just a red stock stack all day. Hard not to pick the best offense against uh, 
Yeah, Red Sox infield, except for even catcher, he could make a case for If he gets in there, yeah. Okay, and then, Matt, what are you thinking in the outfield? Where are you, you going to go? Right, in the outfield, um, excuse me, uh, Eric Dunn, Twins outfield versus Ubaldo. Yes, absolutely. Max Kepler, Robbie Grossman. Yeah, Max Kepler, Grossman, Eddie Rosario, perhaps. Yeah. You know, Miguel Sano, I'm fine with. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Take him all, we'll be fine. Vargas would be a good play, too. I didn't even think of him for first base. Yeah, if he's in there. Big on the twin stack, for sure. Yeah, that makes, I, I'm excited about that Kenny's Vargas pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Trumbo and Hyunsoo Kim versus Kyle Gibson. Yep, I wrote Baltimore outfield. I don't think you'd be crazy to take Adam Jones, either. No, you, you'd be crazy, no. Yeah. Uh, Red Sox outfield versus Jared Weaver. I don't, you know, really care who you pick there. You know, Betts, Bradley, you know, you, even Brock Holt you can make a case for. Yeah, there's going to be runs scored there. I think so. Uh, Odebel Herrera versus Matt Whistler. Okay, I wrote Phillies outfield. He's the best one, but if you want to pick some others against Matt Whistler, he's been bad enough. So. Jan Desmond versus Giordano. Sure, it's a righty on righty, but he's been so good, it should be fine. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton and Marcelo Zuna versus Michael Waka. Okay, not Christian Yelich though. You like the righties? I do. Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, I like I like all of them, but but I get that for sure. Um, any other outfielders for you? No, that's it. That's the only one I had you didn't is I wrote uh, Nomar Mazzara getting your down to Ventura too. I think they'll be fine lefty and righty as well. All right, onto the pitchers. I said I wanted to talk about Kyle Gibson because he's just so Jekyll and Hyde that I think he's actually an interesting GPP guy. Like, last time out, we were ready to pick against him. He went eight innings, one run against Boston. And it's not a short-term memory thing because he does this a lot. And we've talked about it a bunch that sometimes he blows up quite a bit because the ERA is pretty bad. But a lot of times, out of nowhere, you're like, wait, where did that, like, one run outing come from? Where did that seven shutout innings come from? And so... In a GPP where you're not, you know, spending that much, but you're going to try and, and see if you can luck into something crazy, I would totally think about Kyle Gibson. And he gets the Orioles, who don't necessarily make a ton of contact. Um, I could see it going really badly, but I could see... I mean, are you going to be shocked if he goes out there and has a good start against them? Yes, I would be shocked. I, I can't be shocked by him anymore. He just... He does this. I don't know what is up with Kyle Gibson. He's such a weird pitcher where he's the most Jekyll and Hyde pitcher I've seen in a long time um, okay. in the extremes of not just, oh, sometimes he has bad outings, but sometimes he has great outings out of nowhere, like last time. Again, he went to Fenway, eight innings, one run, six strikeouts. So um, I'm considering him, not with a ton of confidence, but I think that's in play, if you're feeling lucky. Um, how about Michael Walker going to Miami? I know we picked some guys against him, but do you think he could do okay down there? problem is I don't think he's likely to win. Yes, because on the other side, Jose Fernandez. Yes. Which, I mean, we usually don't have much analysis on these aces. I mean, if you want to pay for it, he has huge upside, so why not, right? Yeah, why not? Uh, other than they don't really let him go past seven innings, but you can still get a lot of value out of him in seven innings. So, uh, yeah. How about Cole Hamels? I know we picked some guys against him looking for homers, but he can handle the Royals, right? You would think he would, yeah. I don't. His ERA is below three overall. He is a quality pitcher for sure. It's three, but the you know, the X tip is like through the roof. Okay, you're you're a little bit worried about things going bad. I could see some regression. Yeah, your boy Chris Sale getting the Cubs is back. Depends on the jersey he's wearing, but are you going to consider him even in that tough matchup? I don't see why not. His matchup proof. It's Wrigley, but if he's on, if he's starting, go nuts. 
Um, yeah. Other side of that, though, John yeah. Lackey. No, yeah, should he make it through the warm-up? Yes. Once you are oh. sure, he is going to pitch and start that game. Yeah. Nice. Um, I like the flip side of that as much, though. John Lackey getting the White Sox should be just fine, right? I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, because it's John Lackey or because of the White Sox? Uh, John Lackey. Okay. A little down on John Lackey? Yes. Okay. Uh, any particular reason? When was the last time he threw a quality start? Uh, last time out in Milwaukee. Barely. No. Oh, barely. God bless it. You're right. Six innings, three runs. He hit the minimum. Before that, it was June 30th. You're right. And then before that, it was June 20th, but also the minimum. Well, so he's given up at least one home run in each of his last... Billion starts. Billion He's been homer prone. With a very homer, homer games mixed in there. Yeah. Yes, yes, he does. 379 around there. He's cooling off a little bit. You know, it's harder to go deeper into the season. Uh, I believe him against the White Sox, but it's going to be tough against Chris Allen, whatever. It's not Sterling, but I think it's fine. Are you thinking about David Price going to Anaheim? I am. They don't strike out, so the ceiling isn't as high as you'd hope, but I think he's good enough to have a totally fine start, right? It's not very good. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, I just think it's like the pesky lineup thing where you're like, he's, they're not going to get dinged around too bad, but yeah. I don't know what the ceiling's going to be necessarily. I don't know. So uh, definitely an option. Um, and finally, Tanner Roark gets the Giants, who I wish struck out more, but they're not that scary either. Um, and Johnny Cueto getting the Nationals. No hesitation on Cueto, right? No, none. Yeah, and Tanner Roark, I think, could be fine. Yeah, the Giants have been so rough recently that yeah, I, I yeah. could see him you know, stealing a win there. Yeah, sure, why not? Roark went against the Padres and allowed five runs out in five innings last time. That's a bummer. But his ERA went up to 3.05 on the air. He's He's been good. He's been real good. So I, I would think about that for sure. Are there any pitchers I didn't mention that you were interested in? No, no not really, no. No. Aaron Ola or Matt Whistler were away from, you know, Jordano Ventura you don't really want. Jared Weaver, no way. Like, no, I, there, there's options here in this small slate. Um, all right, Matt, and then our Field of Streams contest. You can pick Kyle Gibson if you're feeling crazy lucky. You can pick Aaron Nola again. At least he gets Atlanta this time, but it was bad last time out. Um, or in those earlier games we didn't talk about, Tyler Anderson goes to New York to get the Mets, or our boy Zach Davies is at home against the D-backs. What are you thinking for Field of Streams, Ben? I really want to pick Tyler Anderson. He's been pretty good. You going to take awesome. him against the Mets? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, on the road, uh, he has a 3.56 ERA total on the air. Not not on the road, but he's been good. He has to look out for Yoannis Cespedes, and that's about it. You know, as long as Yoannis doesn't ruin him because he likes to hit lefties. I can see that going fine. Um, I like that pick. I think I might stick with our boy Zach Davies. He's calmed down a little bit recently. 3.64 ERA on the air. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Zach Davies and hope that he can keep the D-backs in check. Not a great matchup, but it'll be okay. So, um, staying away from Aaron Nola after we got burned last time. I understand, though. I understand. Uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, I think you're, you're up to date and everything that's going on with me. Yeah, that's about it. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. He wants to talk to you about home plumbing and skateboarding two decades ago. Uh, I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and I don't I want to talk about those things. Don't but... guys at Walmart about skateboarding. That's, yeah, that's, basically. That's I kind of live by. We want to hear about your middle-of-the-evening Walmart encounters. Middle-of-the-night, even. Um, it, it was, like, everything you expect from a Walmart at 12 a.m. Yeah, that's and, what you get. I mean, there get. were, like, obviously able-bodied people, like, zipping around on the, on the uh, motorized shopping carts. That's funny. Yeah, that sounds right. 
Uh, well, that should do it for us. Um, I'm back on Friday morning with Brad doing one of our live shows. That's 8 a.m. West Coast, 11 a.m. East Coast. Love to have you guys. We have a chat going. It's fun to jump in and interact with us while we do the live show. Um, yeah, and that'll be on Friday. Uh, other than that, Matt and I will be back on Monday, as mm-hmm. usual, doing these shows Monday through Friday. Uh, that should do it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Good luck with your picks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. And enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. 